Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to wherever you may be, or whatever time you may be watching this. Welcome to the ninth episode of the LVM Podcast. My name is Rebecca Benny, and today I'll be talking about how I avoided my grief after finding out my mother was murdered. For those that may be new to um, my podcast, um, to the LVM podcast, or to LVM Advantage in general, um, I was 17 years old when my mother was murdered, and, you know, at that age, I was kind of like, you know, in a phase where I was about to graduate high school, about to enter in college, and, you know, I kind of just wanted to do my own thing, and it's kind of, it's weird to say, but it's like, my mother's murder was kind of like, preventing me from like living a normal a normal teenage life and um you know it really changed a lot of things at that time and I wanted to push everything away and as I started LVM Advantage last year um in 2020 you know that was kind of like that year where I've actually you know realized my grief and paid attention to it and as LVM Advantage has grown over the year, um, I realized that my grief journey has been filled with a lot of avoidance. And you know, it's not something that I'm proud of or anything, but it is something that is a part of my journey and I think it's important to talk about, only because you know, a lot of us really do go through this part of our journey where we do avoid a lot of things. And you no, know, that's okay if that's what helps us, you know, get through day-to-day activities in life. And um, as LVM Advantage has grown and, you know, I start meeting new people that, you know, haven't really met someone who's speaking out about their homicide grief journey specifically, you know, they ask me about, you know, what is my advice to those who are going through a similar loss? And, you know, every time I am asked that question, it is difficult for me to answer only because within the first six years after my mother was murdered, my grief journey was filled with avoidance and I pretty much avoided everything. So it's not like I can really advise other survivors anything because I... The only way I knew how to cope was to avoid, and that's something I don't want to recommend to anyone. So, you know, I'm here on this podcast episode today to explain, you know, why I avoided things and how I avoided things, and, you know, just to, like, give my input as to, like, those who are on the outside who are not experiencing a homicidal loss and how they can maybe, like, you know learn how to respond better or you know you know to those maybe like if they come across someone else who's also going through a homicidal loss because you know part of my journey of like avoiding you know has been like not telling people in general you know obviously that's why I avoided it yeah you know just a quick rundown of what I will be talking about throughout this episode is about how I avoided not only like talking about my mother, also avoiding, you know, my family, uh, friends, and, you know, ultimately like avoiding myself. All homicidal losses are unexpected. No one really is warned. 
ahead of time that their loved one is going to be murdered, you know. Till this day, regarding her grave site or, you know, her tombstone, she does not have an actual tombstone or headstone on her grave till this day. And it's really like a weird thing to even mention, I would say. You know, at that time, I was 17 years old. It's not like there was a lot of things that I could do. Um, You know, my father was going through his own grief and, you know, dealing with it the way that he could. And it's really weird because, you know, everything is paid off for. Like, technically, we already picked out the headstone. I'm not sure as to why it's not there. But, you know, maybe it's kind of like one of those final things that we never really got around to do you know even along with talking about her grave I haven't been to her grave site in over six years the last time I went and visited her grave was on her birthday and it was really awkward for me because Some may or may not know, I wasn't close with my mother, so it's not like I really did anything for her birthday, but, you know, that year, um, I was like, you know, maybe I should do something to respect her and honor her, her. and, you know, I went to the gravesite, and it was really awkward because I didn't know what to do, I was literally standing there, and this might be TMI, I don't really care. I had to use the bathroom very badly, so it was just me crossing my legs, trying not to pee my pants, and um I'm just like yeah I gotta go sorry and you know I thought you know in my head technically I thought I would keep going to her grave you know to respect her you know I even told my dad and you know after going I'm like yeah I went to her gravesite today and then um you know a few days later you know I hear that my family is like calling me saying oh I heard you went to her grave and whatnot I'm like yeah And, you know, it was, like, the weirdest thing because they're like, oh, we didn't know you were going to do this because, you know, everyone was sort of shocked and surprised that I even went because I wasn't close with her. So I'm just like, all right, what do you expect me to do? And it kind of, you know, this is really an ego thing, if I'm going to be honest. It's like, I, like, why is it any of your business as to what I do, you know, why go to her grave? Like, why do you need to... I don't know how to explain it. I just didn't like the fact that they were trying to, like, show their, show how surprised they were that I would even go. Like, I don't need to hear your feedback about, like, oh, we didn't know you cared. Um, I mean, like, just because I don't outwardly express everything that I'm going through doesn't mean I don't care what happened to her. And, you know, that just really irritated me. So I'm just like, you know, from now on, I'm just not going to go there. So ever since that incident, I haven't been to her grave. And um, I personally, I just, I don't know. You know, there's probably more to it. It's just I haven't reached that point in my journey where I can really bring myself to even go there. Like recently after, you know, my mother was murdered and everything, I kind of like try to act Like, you know, everything was normal at school. You know, I didn't want people, like, acting weird around me. So I was, like, 
playing that part like you know nothing has happened in my life um and I don't want you to act like something has happened because you know we got to move on that's pretty much you know what my mentality was in order to like survive high school I remember like less than a month after you know my mother's murder I Decided to go hang out with my friends, you know, obviously distract my mind because I wanted to be away from my family because, like, you know, their attitude, like, during that time was just so, like, there's nothing wrong with how they reacted, but it's just, like, I needed time away from them because, you know, my friends obviously understood at the time that I just didn't really want to talk about it. And I was kind of, like, trying to avoid it. So I guess they were just, like, being supportive in that way to help me, like, avoid my thoughts in a way. It was kind of, like, the unspoken thing that everyone knew was going on in my mind. And I don't know why I agreed to watch this movie. But deep down inside, I knew this movie was not the perfect movie for me to watch. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of it or watched it I believe it was called um no good deed or something like that with Idris um sorry Idris Elba and Taraji P Henson Idris Elba is basically this guy who's a criminal and who's killed you know a decent amount of people I would say and he eventually stops by Taraji P. Henson to use her phone or something because his car broke down and it ends up him like pretty much just attacking her in her own house or whatever. Um, and you know, as much as I tried to, tried to avoid like my feelings regarding my mother and her murder, this, during this whole movie, In my mind, I was just thinking like, oh, is this what my mother went through? Because you can see Taraji actually like, you know, literally fighting for her life to save herself and her children and everything in that house, in the house and whatnot. And all I could think of is like just me sitting in that um, movie theater seat and being like, wow, I really wonder like if this is what my mother went through. It was still very like fresh at that moment you know and um I'm just sitting there like thinking like I wonder if my friends like are thinking the same thing that I am but you know like they're not the ones going through what I went through so it was just like a lot of these weird emotions going through I'm just like why did I agree to watch this movie and um it was just yeah it's just the weirdest thing ever those are like a few examples within my high school life about like how I avoided um you know trying to think about what my mother went through and my feelings about the whole thing so you know after graduating high school you know starting college I pretty much kept the same mindset about how I just wanted to move on with my life and, you know, act like nothing really happened. And, you know, obviously for pretty much every homicide case, they always will have a court case or a trial or whatever. And I did not go to any of them. I went to none of the court cases because, I don't know, I, I don't think I didn't find it necessary for me to go for some reason. I think I really just wanted to avoid it and just block it out. And, um... 
not only that, the, the cases, the trials were taking place like while I was starting, you know, my first few classes of college. And I didn't want to explain that part of my life to my teachers. I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, my mother was murdered and I have to go here because it's just like, why do they need to know? Why do you need to know? You didn't, you don't need to know that part of my life. And I kept that very secretive. I didn't tell anyone, like any of my friends that I had made uh, during college because I honestly wasn't expecting to actually make any long term friends. Like it kind of sounds harsh, but I just. I don't, I don't know. I think I was pretty closed off in college and, you know, I kind of just wanted to get my degree and just get out and that is what I pretty much did. And sometimes I feel bad about it because, you know, they are really nice people, but I just didn't feel like I was truly connected with them. Like, I, I don't know. It's just the part of me didn't really feel like they needed to know. And I feel like I have the right to feel like that. But I will say, I did give two people chances. I did tell two people at my college about my mother. The first person I told was um, this girl. And honestly, I actually don't regret telling, technically. Because, you know, she... I don't... And I had this... I just had this gut feeling that I could trust her. Because, you know, we literally had, like, all the same classes. We were in the same major. And, you know, I felt like we kind of were, like, in similar in a, lot, in a lot of ways. So I trusted her and I really expected, like, you know, our friendship to really be really close. And we were really chill with each other. With each other. Um, and, you know, she reacted like, you know, any good-hearted person would react. It was just pretty much me telling her, like, yeah, this is... We were just talking about, like, our home life, who we stay with and whatnot. And, you know, me explaining, like, yeah, well, I don't live with my mom because, you know, she's dead. And then she was like, oh. And I'm like... And she was like, oh, like, how? I'm just like... She's like, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. But I told her anyways because I'm like, yeah, I trust you. Like, there's nothing really for me to hide from you. And, yeah, you know, the reason why I told her is because I really thought we were going to end up being like close friends afterwards I mean it's not that like how do I explain this you know like kind of one of those things where I feel like when we enter college you know people say that you will find like your one of your closest friends there and you know I thought she really was going to be that person I mean you know I we were pretty much in every other class together and you know some things don't work out as we always plan you know she found also like her own friend group there because you know she picked up a job there when she found other people and I just kind of like did other things you know nothing to too deep to get into but the point is that you know um it's not like we really talk every day or anything so part of me I think I don't tell people because it's just like if you're not going to be in my life forever just like why should I even get to like the point of telling you about like what is happening or what has happened to me and you know it's really funny because technically we actually work at the same job but you know 
you know, it's just funny how life works out. Either way, so the second person I told at college. Now, this person I regret, and they were the pretty much like the final straw for me to even consider telling anyone because I'm just like, this is not worth it if people are going to react like this. So starting, you know, off college, as a freshman in college, you know, at my school, they had like these little groups for freshmen to like meet people. And then you obviously have your senior leaders. So talking to my senior leader and he was like okay let me let's tell me something about you know like let's get to know each other I'm like all right you know maybe I can trust this guy because he's a senior leader you know he should be trustworthy blah 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 anyway we get to the point of you know my life and you know I tell him about my mother and you know you know how it goes I tell him the details and this is his response he was like oh I understand um I was born early. Now, I'm just like, okay, I I guess that's the same thing. And I'm just like, oh, did your did your mom die because of that? He's like, oh no, she's she's fine. But I understand what you're talking about. It's like, I don't think that's the same thing. You know, it's not the worst response someone could have when you tell them that your mother was murdered, but it's something that I don't really think is related to a murder. So I'm glad you're healthy and your mother is healthy. I'm glad you both survived because, you know, birth is nothing to play with. But I would not recommend you to say that to someone who is talking about their mother being murdered. It's not the same thing. So, yeah. So, I was just, um, I was just sitting there and just like, okay, well, this conversation is pointless. So, yeah, this is, that was one of the main reasons why I didn't tell any of my other friends I met throughout college about my mother. Um... You know, and I did pretty well for the first few, like, two years about not telling anyone. Um, I was able to, like, avoid talking about my mom and my family because, you know, I would always divert it somehow until people, like, started getting interested in my life, like, years, like, three years after. And I would just be, and, like, my quick response would be, like, yeah, I don't have a mother or... Um, she's just not in my life and I would just keep repeating that like yeah no she's just not in my life and it'd be like oh why not like uh did she is she just like gone like did she go away I'm just like no she's just not in my life and that's it I kept it simple as that I don't know I I sometimes I feel bad because you know I feel like they're great people like I said but it's just like you know it wasn't really worth it and I don't regret that because I don't really talk to them now And, you know, I'm happy with myself for sticking true to what I wanted because I feel like had I been vulnerable and told them a part of my story, I probably would have regretted telling people that weren't really worth knowing about um, that part of my life at that time. The next, you know, 
area in my life that I pretty much avoided has been family. And to be specific, um, it is her family that I actually avoid. So I'm not sure if you guys actually watched my previous episode about how I wasn't close to my mother and how that has affected my grief. Because I wasn't close with her and she didn't really share her part of her life with me, I was never close with her family and I knew nothing about her family and I still don't really know much about them. Um, I straight out avoided talking to them. Like breaking the news to them was really difficult for me because of the language barrier and just the fact that, you know, they don't live here. They live in a totally different country and um it's just been difficult because it's like that's a part that's literally a part of her life that I just didn't don't want to get into right now and I feel like it'll just bring in a lot of memories and I feel like just a lot of emotions would just overflood my mind and um yeah I don't really want to get into that because I don't think I'm I'm ready to know that part of her it's kind of like ever since my mother has been gone from my life. It's like I've learned more and more about her. And it kind of like makes me a little bit more mad every time I learn something new. Because I'm just like, why did she hide all this from me when she was alive? So it's very frustrating for me to like really learn more about her as the years go by. And ultimately, you know, I not ashamed for how I had to cope um these past few years because you know I feel I felt like I really had no choice in order to survive and I think it's important for others you know to realize that if that's how you need to get through each day then you know that's what you have to do but I think when it comes to avoidance it's really important to talk about, you know, the after effects of avoidance. Um, yes, avoidance does help us get through each day and there's nothing wrong with that, like I said. But every time you keep avoiding things, things do bottle up. And intrusive thoughts, I believe, are definitely a side effect of that. Because we cannot avoid our inner thoughts and what goes on, like, truly deep within us. And, you know, this is something I definitely went through, like, the few weeks after my mother passed away. During the day, I would act like everything was perfectly fine, you know. But at night, when I'm in my room, I would stare at the walls and just be totally and completely numb to my emotions you know, I wouldn't really cry or anything. It would just be me in silence. And then out of nowhere, all these thoughts would just start running through my head, you know, about what my mother went through. And um, for those who may or may not know, um, when my mother was murdered during that time, I was out with my family, you know, fishing. And the thoughts that would pop up in my mind were just like that same scenario about how my mother would be fighting for her life and I would think be thinking about that but you know while she was fighting for her life I was literally enjoying my life enjoying my life and 
it's something that continues to pop up in my mind a lot because it's just like kind of one of those things where a lot of survivors um, of homicide will think about their loved one struggling and like what they went through and how they felt like you just start having all these thoughts about like the you know the suffering that they went through and then you just start feeling all this guilt and blame and just everything just like a lot of other emotions that just come along with it and sometimes because of the thoughts that we get it's just like you want to stop thinking about that so therefore we start avoiding a lot of things in life and we feel like there's no other way to really cope and you know like I said there's absolutely nothing wrong personally that I feel with avoidance but I feel like along with my journey of realizing that I have been avoiding a lot you know sometimes it is important to come to that realization and awareness of how we are coping and that's one of the main things about LVM Advantage is about like how the losses in our life really do overtake our mind but you know we can be in control of ourselves and our lives and not have that loss take over our minds because you know we all really do go to a dark place especially with dealing with a homicidal loss you know it's really not easy to really like accept the reality of it you know because it's just so like brutal honestly like the thoughts that pop up in my mind is just like it's it's really crazy um if I'm going to be honest and you know I can only speak for so many of us survivors that what we go through like everyone goes through it differently but you know, for the people that I have been in contact with, you know, the majority of us, you know, go through the same thing. And this is, you know, part of our story. And I feel like it's truly important to talk about, about how, you know, we all do go through avoidance, but then at the end of the day, we can really, you know, work through it. Um, There's nothing wrong with what we're going through or how we're coping but, you know, awareness is definitely key about how we do cope and how we can cope better and what's best for us. So, you know, coming to the end of this episode, I want to thank all of you for joining me. And if you are watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe um, if you would like to. And if you're listening to this on a podcast streaming platform, thank you so much. Um, I do want to let you guys know that I do have an Instagram page for LVM Advantage and I recently started a anonymous, anonymous submission form for survivors of homicide victims. Um, so if you are a survivor, I would really appreciate it if you went to the link in my bio on Instagram. I also have it in um, the YouTube description box below. Um, so you can check out the submission form. It's just a few questions, um, for us survivors to answer about how we go through our grief and just like sharing our experiences so that people who do not go through a homicidal loss, so they can understand in order for us to raise homicide awareness. Um, I find this like really important in order for us to do this for our loved ones and for our community. 
So yeah, um, thank you guys so much again, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Bye!